Obsessed with UFOs and extraterrestrials? Convinced there's a chupacabra in your backyard? Is your doppelganger ruining your life? Do you love all things haunting related? If you answered yes to any, or none of these, then these are the mostly sensical, slightly drunken ramblings for you? Question mark? I'm Emily. And I'm Joel. And we're the hosts of Drink Drunk Dead. Join us, our two cats, Emma and Otto, and our house ghost, every week as we have a few drinks, discuss all things paranormal, and, and raise, raise a, a toast, toast to, to our, our ghosts. I'm Lindsay Valenti. And I'm Madison Stengel. And we're the hosts of Ye Old Crime, where we discuss the funny, hey man, he's a nice guy, and they're like, no, he's disgusting. He has hooves. Strange. There are EVPs of spirits saying, get out in a room where patients committed suicide, and obscure crimes of yesteryear. Here, Justin. Here's your first phallic amulet. Join us Wednesdays, wherever you listen to podcasts, and we'll see you next time with another tale. As old as crime. For Nerds by Nerds Production. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast. I am Josh, I am Ben, and this is our first week back to what was supposed to be our original format. We're going to do a news episode, and then we'll share the results of our poll from the Wheel of Destiny that we posted on Twitter, and get into our movie review for that. But first, it's time for FNBM's Nerdy Picks of the Week. So, my Nerdy Pick of the Week is a podcast. It's the, you like the name of this, Bro Force Squad Podcast. Those guys sound awesome. They're, uh... Their font is the Batman Forever font. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and they're just pretty much like us. They do some commentaries once in a while and they... Uh, Bunch of randos. But I listened to their Joker episode and they kind of have the same feeling about Joker that we do. And I listened to their Mortal Kombat episode about the movie and it's just fun. And they're they're like us where they'll just like talk shit and be goofy and stuff but they also get into the details and, and are... Uh, they're 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 in it. They're very uh, researched about some shit. Like uh, they they told me some stuff about uh, Mortal Kombat. I didn't even fucking know. And I've heard a bunch of reviews and read the IMDb for that movie and all that sorts of shit. So they're really good. They're really funny. So if you're into podcasts, definitely subscribe and follow them on Twitter. They're they're awesome and they they message us. They want to do something sometime together. Yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah, Let's get so something done. It'll be super fun. We're lining all sorts of shit up. Yeah. Uh, our, as I said on last week's episode, we did a episode with the Movie Chef Podcast, boys, and uh, it's still not up yet. It's going to take me a little while to edit, so sorry guys if you're listening to this. It's going to be a little bit. I uh, still haven't figured. We had some audio problems. Me and Ben sound like robots, so... Still don't haven't figured out how I'm gonna cut it up or if I'm just gonna say fuck it and release it. So there's no rush. <laughs> I told you put a disclaimer on there that I'm wanted by somebody in Dublin and that uh, yeah. we had to disguise our voices. Yeah, Ben's not allowed in Ireland anymore. <laughs> He's done some things. Is it because I'm Scottish? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, okay. You yeah. sheep fucker, as they call you. Oh shit. <laughs> 
right. So, what do you got for nerdy? Picks? Uh, so my nerdy pick this week. Uh, I know I am going to destroy this name because I am horrible with. Uh, I'll give it a crack. Spanish. I'll give it a crack. <laughs> My children, I, I believe, are, my I children be, are. I believe it's Spanish. My children uh, are Mexican. I got this. <laughs> it's Criando el Coliseana. Let me see this. Uh, yeah. So Josh is going to try to pronounce it for me. But basically, this gentleman, um, his it's a YouTube channel, uh, and what he does is he'll he'll take uh, the oh, s- like what Diorama. what the, what's the size of those uh, action figures? Twelve inch. Uh, not even. A little less. Uh, these like, are like, eight, like six to eight inch. Six to eight figures. inch action figures, and he'll take one action figure and he'll retool it to be a different one to turn it into like a statue or a model. <laughs> He's got Doctor Manhattan's dick blocked up. <laughs> <laughs> he does such a good job. I mean, it looks like you can buy these things right off the floor. He turns them into showpieces. Turns Spider Man into Silver Surfer. That's yeah. Cool. So, if you're on YouTube and you like to watch people, you know, remaster other toys. This is the guy to watch. Criando e Colcion Ando. Yeah, whatever. It's really hard to say. It is really hard to say, and you. It, I'll try it, to put a link in the comments. I always say that I'm going to, and definitely I, we'll try to link it. Um, I don't understand a word he's saying, but his art is amazing. I've never watched it, but it looks cool as fuck. Yeah, and I definitely want to. I watch these things all the time, and there, you know, he's not the only one out there that does it, but he's the one I've picked this week because. His stuff comes out pretty damn sweet. Like, oh, God, he turned this Hulk into a Lobo. Uh, he turned, I want to say, Miss Marvel into Supergirl. Oh. Um, he's done a lot, uh, and it's just worth the watch, even if you can't understand him. If you do understand him, you know, hit me up. Tell me what his name really is. Hell, yeah. All right, Josh, what else we got going on? All right, jump into some news. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Good evening, all you ghouls and gals in podcast land. I'm the host and mayor of the greatest place in all of horror, Slash City. Join me, Sam Karras, as I discuss the iconic franchises while uncovering hidden slasher gems. We talk the history of the genre, rank the best kills, and I tell you exactly what it takes to survive a horror film. The Slash City Podcast. Stop on by for a bloody good time. Now, back to our show. Oh, get back to this spot. My stomach still feels like shit, bro. What's the matter with you? I don't know. I'm just fucking fat and old. <laughs> fat and happy? Fucking no. Fat and unhappy? Yes. I hate myself and... Most people around me. <laughs> Holy shit! Josh just told me he hated me. I said most people. You're de- you should you don't need fucking. I'm as large as most people. You don't need fucking affirmation from me. You know my feelings. You hate just as many people as I do. He's pawing at me. You can't see it, but he's pawing. <laughs> All right. So first up for the news, Ben. Did, did you hear about the AMC Universal issues from a couple months ago? I caught a little wind of that, but I don't know what you know, apparently. Uh, so uh, Universal was releasing all their movies to VOD, and they said even after COVID goes away and theaters open back up, they'll still be releasing their movies on VOD. Really? So AMC Theaters said that they weren't going to be carrying 
That's a huge spider. That's not a huge spider, but go ahead. That's a pretty big spider. Yeah, the one at the dock the other day when I was fishing. Oh, no, a dock was the size of my hand. fucking cat. That thing I could eat. This one would eat me. Yeah, that's pretty fat, though. All right, so what's going on with these guys? I heard uh, heard about this. I heard they didn't want to carry their movies. Yeah. Yeah, AMC was like, we're not going to carry Universal Pictures anymore. Like, we don't need to. Yeah, I heard there was a a bunch of... So, like, so they apparently they've come to a deal now that AMC theaters will still carry their movies and Universal will just... They'll be able to put their movies on VOD after 17 days... At the box office. Hmm. Which is fine. I mean, a movie makes most of its money in the first couple weeks anyways. So. Yeah. Well, that doesn't sound like a bad deal. I also don't feel like you really need to do that, though. Like, why don't you just put movies in a fucking theater for a month and then call it good and yeah. release them? Like, it, it's not hard to print DVDs. Most of the time, I, I used to watch shows. Remember that MTV show where they'd follow a celebrity around for like a fucking month or whatever? Mm-hmm. Once I saw uh, Cameron Diaz was on there, and they showed her doing her, going in doing like the DVD commentary for Shrek Two. Oh yeah, and like the movie wasn't even in theaters yet, so the DVDs are ready before they're oh, yeah, way yeah. before. Yeah, definitely. Like, so just fucking quit your bullshit. Release a movie in the theater for a month, and then put it on a DVD in a couple of weeks. Like fucking cares. Yeah. Like you made your money. The the whole Hollywood thing to me is just a big money pit. Fuck Hollywood. Fuck. They make good shit, but... Fuck Hollywood. I want to get there someday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? Got, bud? Anything uh, good? John... That's the other one I was looking for. John Carlo Esposito. John Carlo you know Esposito. Him. Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. Yeah. He's also the... Moff Gideon from Moff the Mandalorian. Moff Gideon, yes. With the Darksaber. We're going to get into that. He says that uh, season two will delve more into his character and... Where he got the dark saber? Yeah, I'm from. super excited about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Man, was awesome. I think was... we'll wait till when right before season two comes out. To yeah. we'll do a full season one review. Yeah, I want to watch. I was thinking the other day, I want to get through all. I haven't watched all of the boys yet, so I want to get through all of that before season two premieres. That way, we can we can do a quick we can do an episode on that. Yeah, I can't wait to do. I love the boys. The boys is great. What about the Umbrella Company? Do you think? You think you'd do that? I watched a few episodes of that. I would. I wouldn't mind doing it, but I think that comes out this week. So yeah, there's, there's not enough time. <laughs> well, at least we could review it sometime. Yeah, we'll um, review it sometime. Because it's it's not a bad show. Uh, the first couple episodes for me were hard to get through, but uh, yeah, no, I liked what I saw. I just I just barely ever have time to watch fucking TV. So, uh, Star Wars is releasing a new look at lightsabers. I believe it's a book. Um. And it delves into the designs and the in the the history of some of the hilts of these uh, lightsabers. It even has the dark saber in it. Oh. Um, so it's going to be a good read. Um, it's a comprehensive guide to the lightsaber collection. So I will own it. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars puts out a lot of books like that. They do. Um, you know, well, Star Trek used to put them out too. I used to have an actual uh, comprehensive guide to. Uh, the entire inner workings of the Enterprise. Like, yeah. it had schematics, it had transporters and how they worked, everything. Like, you would believe it. Marvel and DC used to put out books like that once in a while. Like, it would be, like, here's the breakdown of the Baxter building. 
Yeah. And here's the breakdown of Daredevil's apartment. It's it's a four bedroom and it has, you know, <laughs> two and a half baths and shit like that or it's quite affordable for here's the, city. the here's the deconstructed look at the web shooters and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So those kind of books are really cool to me and um, this lightsaber one is just gonna be like all of them just comprised into one book. So yeah. if you go to um, if you go to Disney please do. Um, and right now if you can tolerate the heat now is the right time to go because of the low crowd levels and stuff. Uh, but if you go there, there's like a in Galaxy's Edge before you get into Galaxy's Edge, like the stuff that was there before Galaxy's Edge, you can go into this museum type walk and they just have a giant display case of all the lightsabers and who they belong to and everything else is beautiful. So I would love, I've never been to like a. You know how they'll have like those traveling uh, museum exhibits? Yeah. But sometimes they'll do like movie based ones. Yeah. Like they'll do a James Bond exhibit with all the cars That'd be cool. and the gadgets and shit like that. I'd love one like that awesome. for like Marvel movies or Batman movies or shit like that. Like I would I would travel to go see that, but I never I've never heard of it. We should have gone we should have gone to that pop up cantina they had. Yeah. Uh, that came to New Hampshire. That would have yeah. been fun. But we, we missed that because one, we we're both broke as shit and it was way it too was expensive very to get into. Expensive, yeah. Uh, but now, I mean it's like fuck it. You only live once. Let's let's do some of these things when they get here. Oh yeah, we could take videos and then put it on the internet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> yo. Alright. Um What else is in the news? Anything else? Anything good that we're Earlier in the week, we both watched the Batman Death in the Family trailer. Oh, that that, that trailer was uh, confusing yet exciting at the same time. If anyone hasn't seen this, it is... Well, about ten years ago, they released Batman Under the Red Hood, which was the story of Jason Todd, who was the second Robin. He gets beat to death by the Joker and comes back as the... Not vigilante, kind of anti-hero known as the Red Hood, who's one of my favorite characters. I love Jason Todd. I love the Red Hood. I think he's great. I think that's that movie is the best DC animated movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Josh keeps promising to bring it over so I can watch it, it's and he keeps not, forgetting it at home. I'll put it in my backpack. <laughs> uh, but this movie, it is odd they're doing it. They're, it's definitely an experiment for them, because it's like uh, the Black Mirror movie on Netflix. There's also like Kimmy Schmidt and a uh, Bear Grylls, it's just like interact. It's an interactive movie. So scenes are going to go by and then choices will pop up on the screen. So and when apparently, I was a kid, those were called Choose Your Own Adventure books. Yeah. I had tons of those. Yeah. Yeah, I had, me and my brother used to, used to read those. But And I guess they are exactly like those where if you don't pick the certain one, it just kind of ends the story. Oh. Because from this description, it says that they are short because this is just kind of, they're just experimenting with this. And there's definitely a lot of reused footage, which is fine because I think the animation of that film is amazing. Yeah, I've seen that movie once. It's fantastic. It used to be on Netflix, so I watched it like a fuck ton. I do want to see it again. Uh, I might just have to buy it because I don't think Josh will get it here in time. No, we'll watch it. Then we'll we'll definitely do a commentary of it. Oh, absolutely. If you have not seen it, you will never hear me shut up about it because I've said numerous times on this podcast, just make a fucking shot-for-shot remake of that in live action. Yep. Expand it a little because, I mean, it's it's not two and a half hours like most superhero movies, but it is fantastic. It is, it's just perfect. It's so perfect. Yeah, it's, no, I'm going to say that I was super into that one when it was, uh, when it was released. 
And I thought I owned it at one point, but I guess I don't. I am I am curious to see this and work through it though, because there's some shit in the trailer that just doesn't make sense. Red Red Robin, my least favorite character or suit, is in there. I do like Tim Drake as Robin, but I just I don't like the design of the Red Robin costume at all. It looks like a pirate, and we all know how I feel about pirates. He hates them all. I fucking hate pirates. They're so <laughs> boring. But yeah, can't look, can't uh, wait to see that. I don't know exactly when it comes out, but we'll be looking for it, and we'll definitely, maybe we'll do an episode where we uh, fuck around with it because if it's short, yeah, we, we might as well. We'll do a, a couple rounds. Yeah. Round and round. What else? There's a couple <laughs> more things. Usually, I would have had all this looked up, but it's been a it's been a shit week. I've had a busy day, and it's been a shitty week. It's been a shit week. You've been in a Funk all week. Snake Eyes G.I. Joe origin movie was delayed. It was originally going to come out in October, and it got pushed back again. Let's see. So that's Ray Parks, right? He's reprising that role? I swore he was originally supposed to. No, it says Henry Golding in the lead role. Yeah. So, is it because of the Ray Parks issues that people are... Not casting him? I don't know. I didn't hear anything about it. origin movie, I guess that's why they didn't cast him, because he's younger. But I don't know. None of the other G.I. Joe movies have been good at all. So I don't have much hope for this. But, I mean, maybe they'll pull it out. I'd love for it to be cool. I love the design of Snake Eyes. Yeah, he's a great character. There was a Comic-Con. I don't know if it was... was, Maybe it was San Diego Comic-Con. There was a virtual con where Zack Snyder released footage from the Snyder Cut showing Black Suit Superman. I sent that to you. You saw that. Yeah, I watched it. Um, I'm pretty excited about the Black Suit Superman because it was in the comic books. And it's the scene, if you remember the Justice League trailer, if you haven't seen this clip, the Justice League trailer had Alfred working in the garage in the Batcave and his drink starts shaking, kind of like Jurassic Park style. And then he looks up and someone definitely comes into frame. Lots of people thought it was going to be Supergirl uh, or Martian Manhunter. Turns out it was Black Suit Superman. My immediate thoughts on this scene, because there were lots of talks before the Snyder Cut was officially going to be released when people were just begging for it. Zack Snyder talked a lot about what his plans were for the movie, what his plans were originally when it was supposed to be a two-parter. And he talked about Superman being evil for a while and working for Darkseid and then eventually coming back to, you know, his his normal self, shaking off whatever control Darkseid has over him. And my first thought in this is he looks way too happy and nice. And I think they want you to think, oh, this is just him in the black suit, but it's Superman and he's back and it's fun to see him in the black suit even though it has a cape on. I think he's going to be all nice and happy, and then he's going to kill Alfred. That would suck. But what a fucking twist. <laughs> oh, yeah. The twist would be amazing, but killing Alfred... I mean, I guess it depends on where in the movie he does that, because Alfred's throughout the whole film, or at least parts well, of it. Well, apparently, uh, Zach, that's another piece of news, Zack Snyder said he would rather die than use any footage that Joss Whedon filmed. Oh, shit. For his movie, so... That's that's going a little... little far yeah well 
when someone fucks up your $250 million movie, you you get a little angry, I'm sure. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Well, he said he would rather destroy the movie than use any of Joss Whedon's shots. That's crazy. So we mentioned Ray Park earlier about Snake Eyes uh, and who was going to be playing the new Snake Eyes. Uh, the reason we're asking is because he's been in the news lately because of his Twitter feed. I guess uh, there was a snippet of him catching a beach. Yeah, him getting a Hummer that was put on his web page or on his uh, Twitter feed. But his wife came out and uh, debunked it, though. She says um, he was hacked. Yeah. But also she said he did post it. Yeah, there was rumors that uh, she cheated on him. So he released this as revenge porn. But he also immediately deleted it. So yeah. I would say it leans more towards him being hacked. I, I just don't see him being that type of person to do something like that. Um, so there there's this, uh, we were talking about it earlier, there's cancel culture, and they're trying to get him, like, immediately. Just like, blackballed from all things minutes, in Hollywood. I saw news reports and, twi- and tweets that were like, well, now that we're done with Ray Park, now that we've canceled Ray Park, yeah. who's going to play who's Darth be Maul next? now? And yeah. it's like, why don't you find out what actually fucking happened for you? Like, if he did do some sort of revenge porn or whatever, like, yeah, that's fucked up. And I could see, you know, people not liking him for that. I'd like but to if know- he was hacked or whatever, like... Fuck yeah. you. You yeah, can't yeah, be ruining yeah. this man's career for that. But People will ruin your career for less than that, and that's that's the problem with this. I'd like to know how uh, the movie chefs feel about this one. Yeah. I mean, they're closer to this story than we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah they <laughs> love Ray Park and Ray Park's brother. It's coming in the episode whenever it gets released. Yeah, so you'll hear about it. <laughs> yeah, I just get some definitive fucking answers first. Yeah, I you mean, know, if this he was comes out hearsay. apologizing, saying that it's true and he did do that, then yeah, whatever, go, he can go fuck himself. But if he didn't do anything wrong, like, you, let's not bury his, like, we love that guy, but he barely got a fucking career as it is now. <laughs> yeah, right? Don't take what little bit of Hollywood he's got left. But the problem with that is being connected with Disney and having something like that on your record, Disney will drop you in a second. Well, I saw reports that say Disney is already looking to move forward without him as they'll just replace him as Darth Maul. Which is a shame because I gotta kill this fucking he spider. needs to be. <laughs> oh god. Oh. Mm. Mm. Gross. He's dead now. He haunts this studio no more. It's gonna rain. He plagues us. <laughs> All right, Josh. There was a spider on the ceiling, and Josh was tweaked out by this. Thing. I had to kill it. Yeah, at you least got I have a problem with that. I won't eat it in my sleep. Fuck that's, off. That's good. <laughs> I didn't have a cup to take it outside. We're Jesus a little busy. Jesus Christ. Hi, everyone. I'm Ariel Cooksey, host of Malice. When violent acts occur, we tend to think the predators are monsters. Surely no human could do such things. But if we're honest, only humans commit malicious crime. And if you're like me, you want to know why. To find out, Join me at Malice, wherever you listen to podcasts. Bye. Alright. So, as we talked about at the end of last week's episode, and I think in the middle of last week's episode... And everywhere else in between. Yeah. We decided to start going away from only commentaries, because originally our plan was to do a commentary track 
twice a month, every other week, and the you know, weeks in between, do a news episode and then have a talking point. So I created this wheel, two wheels actually, the Wheel of Destiny. He downloaded it. And the Wheel of Destiny, yeah, but I still had to make it on I it. know, I know, I'm just busting your balls, Josh. Jesus. If it was so easy, I didn't see you lining up to get it done. Hey, you're the creative genius. I am. <laughs> so Ooh, And humble. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the way this works is every t- week when we do news, mm-hmm. at the end of the news episode, mm-hmm. we will spin the wheel, which will give us a genre for next week's commentary. Whatever genre it lands on, we will put up a poll on Twitter with four movie choices from that genre, and whatever one wins is the movie we'll do a commentary for. The other wheel is for our talking points, the Wheel of Destiny 2, which has classic movie reviews, which is what we're doing this week, movie fights, which is me and Ben taking our favorite movies from specific genres and arguing with each other why we think the one we chose was better. Versus, which is, we will put out a tweet saying that we're doing a Versus episode, and you just send in two fictional characters that you'd like us to talk about fighting each other, and who we think would win. Uh, Listener choice is we will just take recommendations from everyone on Twitter, and whichever one we like the best is the one we'll go with. And then, top five. So, when we hit top five... We will send out a tweet and just send us anything that you would want our top five of. Like, top five MCU movies, top five Batman moments, anything. Anything like that at all. For anything. It does not matter. And we will pick whatever one we find to be most most interesting. So this week, we put it out. We landed on a classic movie review. And then we spun the wheel for a genre, which was horror. And we didn't want to put any good, like, not not good we didn't want to put any of the classic all-time great horror movies up there because this will be our first halloween this year we weren't doing the podcast at this time last year so we really want to dive in and do commentaries and breakdowns and everything we're we're planning a lot of stuff for halloween because we both love halloween so that will be going on the entire month of october but for this week we put up a poll and it was between Wrong Turn, Jeepers Creepers, Tremors, and Silver Bullet. And Tremors is the winner. We had 114 votes. And Tremors won with 38% of the votes out of 114. So Silver Bullet came in last, which sucks because I love Silver Bullet. I don't know if many people know what Silver Bullet is. Yeah, it's a little bit of a cult classic. People, it's people it's an really older... Know. Isn't it a Stephen King? Yeah. Yeah. Stephen King. Corey... Uh, Corey Haim. Haim. Yeah, it was a good And what's good his movie. name? Crazy Face. Gary Busey. Gary Busey. <laughs> Sam really wanted that to win. Slam. I won my spuddies. The sla- slash oh, wait, podcast. That's, that's over the hedge, Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> we did have a comment about Jeepers Creepers. Oh wait, that wasn't even Gary Busey. Um, pretty much immediately, someone said, uh, "Please consider removing Jeepers Creepers from consideration for this or any future reviews." The writer and director is a convicted pedophile. And my response was, we are aware of this. Uh, Most of our discussion would be focused on how this movie even got made. It was just a movie we had both seen while trying to avoid any of the standout movies. We are just banking on it not winning. But in no way would we ever glorify that movie or its creator. Nobody else seemed to fucking mind because it almost won. I So... Uh, it's kind of one of those things. I don't feel like anyone would give 
a horror movie podcast shit about doing Rosemary's Baby, and that's directed by a convicted fucking pedophile. So um, I have a I have a different feel on that. Yeah. I'm not I'm not talking about the movie to glorify anybody. I'm yeah. talking about the movie because of the movie. Yeah. It doesn't matter who made it to me. Uh, not because it's a it's a good thing that he's a pedophile because he's an asshole. That's that's how it is. But the movie's got nothing to do with that. It, yeah. it, it his media, whatever. You know what I mean. We're not going to talk about him. We're not going to make him famous. People We're going to talk love about Woody this Allen fucking movie. Yeah, Woody Allen's an asshole. He's a disgusting piece of shit. There's a lot of disgusting pieces of shit, but a movie's a movie. And, you know, it, there's a lot of people in this world that like it regardless. Not because he made it, but because it's the movie itself. Yeah. So. I don't even like that movie that much. <laughs> Jeepers Creepers. I. You know what? I didn't like the movie because I didn't like the acting in it. And I didn't like the second one because I thought it was way too far-fetched. Yeah. Uh, but... That's not for me to decide. That's for everybody out there to decide. Yeah. And it's no big deal either way. Like, uh, we probably won't do it. We don't want to offend anybody. But at the same point, like, Hollywood is full of shitbags. And if you don't talk about movies for people doing shit, you wouldn't watch any fucking movies because they're full of disgusting people. Absolutely. Uh, we wouldn't be able to do this show if we couldn't talk about stuff um, that assholes made. And that's that's just how it goes. Yeah. Um, most movies are made by fucking complete dickheads. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Hollywood's been made like that for hundreds of years, you know. For yeah. Everybody, everybody loves The Shining and fucking Stanley Kubrick like tortured poor what's her name Olive Oil from Popeye. Oh yeah. <laughs> what's her name? She's like legit crazy. Yeah, I can't remember her name. It's uh, uh, Robert Duvall's sister. Shelley yeah. Duvall? Oh, Shelley Duvall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and we'll look at uh, like the apocalypse now. People died filming that. Yeah. And we still talk about it, and we still watch it. Uh, it's yeah. still Twilight Zone. The movie was filmed had three different directors, but it was produced by Steven Spielberg, and the director of the scene where a man, an actor, and two small Asian children were decapitated by a fucking helicopter. He they had that shot about four times, and he kept saying. Get him closer to the chopper. Get him closer to the chopper. Get him closer to the chopper. That's um, Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah, I know that. Her name. father yeah. was this man, this actor, Ugh. and two, two young, because uh, it's a World War, it's a Vietnam War scene. Yeah. There's a helicopter crashing into a river that they're running in, and yeah. they got too close and got their heads fucking cut off. Yeah. And Steven Spielberg's reaction to that when the director called him to tell him, what do I do? There's coke on set. Fucking, I just killed three people. He said, not, oh shit, that's awful. Oh, what a horrible thing to happen. He said, you better have a damn good publicist. So your precious Steven Spielberg is a piece of shit as well. Everyone in Hollywood's a fucking asshole. Like, so, I mean, not that that's to the equivalent of fucking Being a raping a 12-year-old boy, but, I mean, we're just saying. I don't even know if we're going to keep this part in. <laughs> yes, a little run-on sentence right yeah. there. But Tremors won, so we're going to talk about Tremors. Ben was all worried because he hasn't seen Tremors in about 20 years, but we're just going to loosely talk about it and talk about, you know, what we remember, what our feelings are, whether we think it's good or bad, and, and a loose description of the plot. So Tremors is a 1990 film starring Kevin Bacon, Fred Ward, Michael Gross, and Reba McIntyre. Yeah, love, Reba! I love Reba McIntyre. Go for it. And it's a movie about giant sandworms, basically. These phallic creatures that eat through the earth. They're called graboids. Um, graboids. Graboids. 
You know, just call them tremors. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're giant worms that are live in the ground in Nevada under the under the sand, and they are attracted to sound. So if, if vibration, you yeah, so if you make noise on above above ground, they're gonna come from below ground and fucking eat your ass. Not eat your ass, but you know that'd be uh, another movie all yeah all together. I'm sure there's some porn parody where graboid monster comes out with. Eight dildos attached to it and starts licking booty. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin Bacon is your uh, protagonist. He works with Fred Ward. Pretty good duo. Fred Ward's kind of, you know, I love Fred Ward. Just kind of a... Kind of a Harvey Keitel type. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what he reminds me of. Definitely. Very grumpy-faced. Yeah. But just a... What a great actor. They live in a small town in Nevada. Yeah. So they come across a dead body in a tower. And the doctor says that he died of dehydration because he was too scared to come down off the tower. Then, then it goes on. The, the graboids kill an entire flock of sheep. Um, it's very... I wouldn't say it's campy. It's just kind of fun. And as a kid, when I saw this movie, I probably saw this when I was like eight or nine, I had real hard problems with horror movies when I was a kid. They scared the shit out of me, as they're supposed to. I mean, I wasn't supposed to be seeing them, but my dad and my brother just fucking tortured me because they loved them. And Tremors was one of the movies that really got me into horror because I'm like, this isn't scary. This is fun. You know, it's lighthearted enough. The Graboids are completely fake. Like, you can tell they're not real. I mean, they're fun to look at, and they're, but they're not scary in any way. And uh, I, I thought they were great. Um they, they kind of scared me back in 1990, but not, like, <laughs> petrified. The, I wouldn't want to be walking around in the dirt and have it's a, some big, giant, beak-tooth worm come out and try to kill me. Yeah, it's a scary thing if it was real. Yeah, well, think about it. I mean, put yourself in that situation. Yeah. If it was real, you would lose yeah, your fucking Yeah, if it was shit. real, it'd be terrifying. But as a movie, I wasn't watching, like, oh, oh my God, Kevin Bacon, no, he's going to die. So they're, <laughs> they're comparing it to, like, uh, a classic 50s B-movie. Yeah, it's a fun. Oh, it's just a fun monster movie. Yeah, so I enjoyed. Honestly, when it first came out in the nineties, the graphics were good, the practical effects were good. It was a, a an enjoyable eighties uh, terrifying movie. Yeah, if you love Kevin Bacon, everybody loves. Kevin everybody Bacon. loves Kevin Bacon. Michael Gross and Reba McIntyre are a married couple. They they link up with Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward. They have an entire bunker full of weapons. Oh, they have an arsenal. Yeah. Yeah, and, they're, uh, they're uh, what are they? They're doomsday preppers before we heard of doomsday preppers. Yeah. That's what these two were. They're just crazy-ass gun nuts. Yeah. Which uh, is real, real big departure from being the peace-loving hippie guy from, fam- um, what am I watching? Yeah, Family Ties. Family Ties. Because he was like a protester, a hippie protester in Family Ties. Yeah. And then he goes on this, and he's a completely different personality. Yeah, kind of dressed like Ernest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love Ernest. Oh, man, I hate that he's gone. Yeah. He was great. So they they band together to save the town. Yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, basically, they start killing the killing the worms off with very high-powered guns and pipe bombs and shit like that. <laughs> and then eventually... It just gets down to Kevin Bacon. They're trapped on rocks, and Kevin Bacon is on the ground. He starts running towards a cliff, and at the last moment, he dives out of the way, and the giant worm comes bursting out of the side of the cliff, 
and falls down all the way down to the rocks below and splatters and it's pretty fucking gross it, it's, it's like orange watch, blood yeah. all over the place it was super fun to watch because he comes blasting out of that rock and just like a slinky it's like around yeah. and just blap. yeah we're not getting we're not gonna get super detailed with this because we'll do a commentary on it eventually we love tremors and uh but if you're if you haven't seen tremors definitely watch it it's fun it's funny it is campy in the right types of way. It's not campy as in like fucking what do you call it? Like that music, like dun, 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 dun. oh yeah, no, it's not <laughs> uh, like slapsticky. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not a joke, but it is fun and funny. And uh, Kevin Bacon and and Fred Ward play great off of each other. Fred Ward. I think that's right. <laughs> this is. The greatest. Service. Yeah, we're bad at names. Yeah. Or at least I'm really bad at names. Josh is only semi-bad at names. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, find this movie, watch it. There's about six sequels. I don't... I, I'd i say the second one's okay, the rest of them are shit. Kevin Bacon never came back for a movie, but he did come back for a pilot that just never aired. I wonder if it's going to be get picked up by Shudder or something like that. It might. Um, cause they picked up critters. They, they started critters again and it looks awful, <laughs> but yeah, go check out critters. I mean, <laughs> go check out tremors. Jesus Christ. We're all over the place, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, we're not, we're not doing a fucking hour long breakdown of this movie. Just, that's our quick little review. It's fun. We love it. Two thumbs up. So yeah, my, my problem with tremors is that there are so many sequels. Yeah. The, the first two bank it. Yeah, second one's all right. Uh, I, they used to play them back-to-back on USA when I was a kid, and I'd say the second one's just as good. It's fine. I mean, it's fine. It's called Tremors Aftershock, because yeah. there's more. <laughs> but the latest one, uh, done in 2018, is Tremors, Tremors Danger Squad. A Cold Day in Hell. <laughs> so apparently there's ice involved. Yeah. Uh, that sounds cool, though. Maybe we will give that one a watch. I think we need to watch them all eventually. Uh, Michael Gross just sticking with that. Yeah, franchise. Michael Michael Gross leads after Michael uh, after um, Kevin Bacon does not come back. Michael Gross decides this is my moneymaker because I'm not going to do anything else with my life. Where's Fred Ward? Is he still with us? Uh, you know, looks I, like it. Is that him in the trailer? Divorce twice. I'm gonna watch the trailer real quick. Check out his filmography. I can't believe Michael Gross is still in this movie. That's gross. <laughs> he was in Two Guns with the Denzel Washington and Mark Wahlberg. Who was? Fred, Fred, uh, what's his name? That man's been in a lot of shit. What is his name? This is going badly. Fred, it's not going badly. Fred Ward. Fred Ward. Fred Durst. <laughs> he was in The Crow Salvation, though. That's not a good sign. Yeah, he's in Road Trip. Yeah, I love Road Trip. Oh, he was great in Road Trip. Ooh, Corky Romano. Not mm, a good choice. Not a good choice. A very up and down career here. See, I don't believe he's in the last one, Tremors 6. Yeah, I don't see any other Tremors on here. No. I think he's in the second one. Might be. Hasn't done it. He was in True Detective. I don't remember that. Two episodes of True Detective. What's True Detective? You've never seen... Oh, yeah, Ben's never seen True Detective. We'll have to watch that sometime. It's fucking great. He's never the bad guy in Naked Gun 33 and a third. <laughs> He's married to uh, Anna Nicole Smith in that. 
Anna Nicole Smith. And he, that's probably... R.I.P. Anna Nicole Smith. That's probably the movie he looks the most like uh, Harvey Keisel. They, you could put those two in a movie together as brothers. He is in Tremors too. Oh, good. He's also in Chain Reaction with Keanu Reeves. Oh, Chain Reaction was awful. Yeah. I just remember the commercials being awful too. <laughs> yeah, so that's our review of Tremors. Sure, it's not great, but it's also this is our first time. And we Short didn't, but sweet. We didn't rewatch Tremors to do this, so I'm sure we will do movies. Like, if this had landed on comic book movies and we had done a comic book movie, there'd be no need to rewatch it. We fucking know these things scene for scene. We could talk about Captain America Winter Soldier all day. Line um, by line. Yeah, Back to the Future, shit like that. No need to rewatch it. Tremors, it's just, it's not, it's not a detailed enough movie to need to rewatch it. It's just fun and <laughs> it's worth a watch if you've never seen it. Uh, it's not in my 600 count movie catalog. Yeah, <laughs> I I was showing Josh my movie catalog today, which it's just a it's just a alphabetized list on my cell phone, and there's 600 plus titles. I think I'm a little overboard. Uh, and that that's yeah, I couldn't believe you had so many digital movies. Yeah, it goes you across have so the board. many real movies. I do. I have well, I'd say 400 of them are, are about 400 are are tangible. You can hold them. And about 200 are digital. Uh, and about 75 of that, 75 or so of that is both. <laughs> yeah, we've done about 20 movie commentaries, I'd say, close to it. And we haven't even scratched the surface of good stuff because we had so many plans lined up. Like We'll get back to it. We started this show about a week before coronavirus became a fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, we got fucked hard real quick. And we had plans. It was like, Ghostbusters is coming out. We'll do Ghostbusters Serve. Uh <laughs> You know, Marvel movies are coming out. We'll start lining up Marvel movies. All this shit, all our plans, Wonder Woman, everything else. Yeah, so I have plans for the future uh, once we start being able to get back to the theaters by going to new movies and reviewing those on this. Yeah. Um, and, and giving you guys our breakdown of what we see and what we took from the theater. Uh, so let's hope we can crush this Corona bullshit and get out there and do it. Oh, absolutely. So it is now time then to, Jesus, you are just, I can't help it. You, fucking yeah. You're going to have to fucking cut all of this shit out of here. Yeah, well, it's hard when I'm talking. <laughs> so now it's time to spin the wheel of destiny again. So this will pick the genre for next week's commentary. And then we will put up a poll. Me and Ben will come up with four movies. And you will vote on it all week long. Our release schedule is going to change because we used to we record on Fridays, and I used to release the podcast on Fridays as well. Release is going to get changed to Monday. That way, there is five days for everyone to vote, and then we will have our results Friday morning, and then record our episode. Um, it's more work for me, but so so be it. All right, Benji, you want to spin the wheel here? Pick our genre for our movie. Spinning. Comedy. Comedy. Woo. We haven't really done any comedy. Holy uh, comedies, shit. So. so we'll pick four comedies that Ben has here on the shelves or in his digital catalog, and we'll put up a poll on Monday. Hell yeah. And then uh, we'll go from there. All right. You got ideas. Yeah. Idea. As always, follow us on Twitter at FMBN Podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, fmbn for you. We are on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere podcasts can be found. We will see you next week. Make sure you vote on Twitter. 
I'm Josh. I'm Ben. And this is the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast signing off. Stay nerdy, my